You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you so much for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue 78. This time around, we're playing Icons. It's the first in our Stan Lee tribute series, and I'm looking forward to bringing it to you. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy The Sugar Hill Invasion, Part 1. Hello. Me. Can you guys hear me okay? I'm trying an experiment. That's what they call me. An experiment? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you sound all right. I'm getting a little bit of echo, maybe. It was too freaking hot in my room upstairs, so I'm in the basement. Oh. Roger that. Oh, man. Hot air does rise. Light yourself a torch on the old front torch. Wait, no. You can light yourself a torch on the old front porch. That makes a lot more sense. Yes. But don't go near the basement. <laughs> I remember that. That was the weirdest freaking video. <laughs> yeah, it was great with that bizarre kind of like, uh, man, there's this, oh, uh, there was this animator from the 60s who did this really freaky haunted house video. I think she did that video. It was trippy. Uh, it was very cool. Christ. We're getting a lot of mic noise on you there. It's because I was moving the iPad closer. I suppose we can forgive it then. How's it sound now? It sounds fine. Okay. Is uh, Josh not here? I'm or? here. Oh, there you are. Okay. Well, transcribing this bitch is taking longer than I thought, but I've got some of it done. So depending on when we actually start and how speedily we progress, we may call it early. I'm just letting you know now. Probably yeah. not. I have yet to under plan for a game session. Even when it's my own stuff, I, I think, oh my God, I haven't finished. What are we going to do if we get to this point? And it's never happened. That's rarely happened with me as well. <laughs> No plan survives contact with the players. That's okay. I'm <laughs> perfectly happy with an action piece that takes up half a page of adventure to take half a session of gameplay, because that's generally how it tends to work, I've found. Watching Tron. Ah, uh, yes. Old one or new one? The new one. Enjoy the new one. Yeah, I like the new one. I, like the, I don't like the animated series that they tried to spin off. I didn't bother watching. I've heard good things. I'm kind of surprised. Oh, no, no, no. I enjoyed the story. it, but I didn't enjoy the new one, so that probably speaks to the target audience and different tastes. Well, the story was good. The story was interesting. The animation style is what turned me off, mm. which I guess wouldn't be a problem for you. I know we can joke about it. I still feel like a dick. Go with that feeling. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, yeah. All right, I will. Because if I can make you squirm before my adventure even starts... Thanks so much to that. No, it's not Man, that. there is a joke in there about squirming and dicks. Uh, I was going to say, given my superhero's powers, it, she's already... Squirming and dicks, and he brought up using butter earlier. And she has tentacles, too. So, you know... Hey, well, he's just getting disturbing and disturbing. Guys, yeah. guys, guys, don't use butter. Practically anything else is a better loop. Uh, well, Wisconsin is the cheese state. Yeah, so we got plenty of it. 
Oh. Anything wrong with that? All right, see, we're digging a hole it's here. An image I just didn't need in my mind, and now I can't get rid of it. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Icons is continuing to hey. piss me off. Uh, per my email. Before before we get into that, and I, I want to get into that because there's nothing I like better than hearing Josh rant. I want to like Icon, what, but every what, time I think I do, your turn will come, sir. What? Sorry. Uh, I, I was listening to Porcelain Llama Theater. Admittedly, I'm starting using a new podcatcher, so I, there's an episode I've missed. But the last episode is three minutes long. What the hell? You're mistaken, citizen. There is no problem, and there never has been a problem. Suggesting that there were problems that did not exist is a waste of the computer's no, valuable I, I'm computation cycles. No, I'm not suggesting cycles. there's a problem. Waiting, I'm saying... Wasting the computer's valuable computation cycles counts as treason and is punishable by immediate liquefaction. Do you Please wish proceed. to restate your complaint? I... Please report for termination. Thank you. I never said it was a problem. I simply was inquiring as to the reasoning. It wasn't the ever-free rules one, was it? It is three minutes long. Look at that. What the hell? <laughs> well, and I thought there was a corrupt file or something, and then I tried... No, it isn't. I... Go back and look. It's not like three minutes of heavy breathing or something. No, no, no. It's a full... It's a thing. Oh, you know what? When I'm actually playing it, it's 47 minutes long, but it's listed. I told you. What the hell? Mistaken. Oh, my God. It was... Oh, this is weird. Damn it. Because it said three minutes at first, and I started playing it, now my duration switched to 47. Okay, I played it, and it was weird. I'm sorry, citizen. Your memory system seems to be in error. Apparently, it is. Al, what do we have to do to get you to run paranoia for us? Did we lose Al? Computer didn't like it. Computer terminated him. <laughs> You are not allowed to mock the computer or satire the computer <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. The computer is your friend. You were not being very friendly. <laughs> I finally sat down and read I Have No Mouth, But I'm a Scream by Harlan Ellison, so I get some of that stuff now. I never have. But just the whole line about hate. There's a sad, bitter man. Harlan Ellison? Oh, yeah. He's not just sad or bitter, he's just angry. Well, okay. Usually one equates to the other. Me and a friend of mine used to do a Harlan Ellison impression where it's basically just Burgess Meredith as the penguin. Because <laughs> that's how we imagined him when he goes off on his little rants. No matter what, he always comes off as angry. I know, but he's so good at writing. He's just a jackass. Oh, wow. He's really offline. Wow. I think. Yeah, he just dropped. Yeah, he just. This icon dropped an anything. I wonder if he's having computer problems again. I mean, aside from the one we had spoken of. Yes. See, you piss off the computer. <laughs> Do not taunt Happy Fun Ball. Something equivalent. As far as the icons. Oh, icons. I, I want to love you, icons. Why do you hurt me? What happened this time? They've supposedly clarified some rules and all that, and I was looking up how slam and stuns work because I wanted to make sure we got it right after it happened to me a couple times in last week's game. So I look it up. It's like, okay, use blah, 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 test against the phrase total damage effect. Psych compartment. Door, so, hey, back. See what happens when you piss off the computer. No, yeah. unauthorized mockery. Unauthorized satire, citizen. And the computer <laughs> terminated you. I heard I elect self-termination. Is this correct? <laughs> so yeah, um, I ran it for what MonkeyCon one. Okay, I think I ran um, a game called Paranoia Delta Quadrant, secretly mm-hmm. using a system which I did not reveal to the players. Wow, that is meta. May or may not, in fact, almost certainly isn't revealed by the name of the game itself. Paranoia Delta Quadrant. And it went really, really well. 
It was a load of fun. The fact that you had a polar bear bitch slap him was yes. very entertaining. <laughs> and the penguins. Just penguins make anything funny. Yes. Actually, I was listening to an interview with this neuroscientist who's studying humor. Mm-hmm. And he made an offhand comment. I haven't looked into it, but he said, yes, penguins are inherently funny. There's research that shows this. Because when I watch penguins at the zoo, I just giggle <laughs> the entire time. I cannot stop it. I'm kind of giggling right now thinking about them. They're awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> Waddling out in their little groups. I'm like, oh, my God, look at them. <laughs> like I'm six. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty fucking cool. Point being, Paranoia is one of those games I had gotten a lot of books and I've read a bunch of it, but I've never actually got it. I played half a game. No, that's not true. I played a game at a convention. It was all right. I walked out of one. I played at two different conventions. The first one I walked out on about 30 minutes into because it was terrible. Wow. <laughs> well, I didn't do it. Like I was like, looked at my watch like, oh my god, I'm supposed to be my girlfriend. It's such. I totally forgot. I'm sorry. I got to go. Because I'm not a well, total was, jackass. It was at a gaming convention, so they didn't believe you. It was actually friend. Yeah, right. I played at another game. I played uh, at Origins a few years later, and it was all right. I remember absolutely nothing about that game, though. That's not a good. That's not a good. Song. No, it's not. Um, it's the same Origins where I first played Spirit of the Century, though. So I may have been overlapped with that because I remember everything about that adventure. That adventure was awesome. I remember everything about my con-based Satsi game, but for very different reasons. Uh but anyway, icons. Yeah, so I was looking up to see how slams and stuns work, and... Did you figure it out? Well, I'm reading it. It says, you know, you roll, you know, the victim's strength against the, uh, how do they phrase it? Full damage level. Full damage level. A phrase not used anywhere else in the book. Ah. Full damage level. Again? And then I look does up... It, does it have to be, though? Because to me, that makes That perfect. sounds very jargony. Well, that sounds like, yes, you're against the damage. You're... Uh, and it's it, the I, full well, my, damage level as opposed to where it, what it's knocked down to when you factor in any damage. And that's what I wanted to, and that's what have. I wanted to know. Whether it was the full damage level before armor or after armor. That's what I basically wanted to know. So, and the full damage level is, you know, I wasn't sure. But then, like, a couple pages afterwards, they have a nice little example of combat. I'm like, oh, yay, I will see how they do it. And instead of full damage level, they are rolling against the attacker's strength or whatever power they're using to attack them with. Never again uttering the phrase full damage level or damage at all. So it's like, God damn it, icons. <laughs> you have an example, but it's different from the rules. I've read that example several times. I'm trying to remember what the attack was because... And that's fine because he's using, you know, when, when Saquaro's punching Grunge, he's using strength. And I think right. Mystical hits him with a blast and she's rolling against blast. And now, admittedly... Your damage from those attacks comes from either your blast power or your strength when you're yes. attacking. But it is never referred to as rolling against the full damage level. What Instead of what would have made sense under the slamming and stunning area saying, roll against your strength for a punch or whatever power you're using to attack versus the strength. Instead of using a jargony phrase like full damage level, which... Yeah, I get you. I mean, you're, you're right. You know, you'd be using the full level of the attack, so yay. I guess, unless you're doing, but then, oh, I guess what would happen if you get something where you're attacking double damage? Because you made a massive attack. Then you would use the double damage level as your full damage level. They don't in the example. Hmm. So, yeah. Icons is really 
continuing to piss me off, and I had such hopes for it when there's a new version out. The reason I'm arguing in its favor is I'm just surprised no one on the icons list has yeah, been like, me too. hey, what the, what the fuck, Steve? The dude needs to have an editor who isn't him, or who isn't closely associated with him. Someone who's never looked at the book before. Yeah, because there are many instances like that where you're just like, what the hell? And the weird thing, I'm like I said, I've read that first example several times, and it's never. But then it, I've got the first edition baggage that I remember, where I remember how slams and stuns worked from that. Once we figured it out, I forgot. So, well, hey, for it's worth. For it's worth. I think using the power number, the score of the power against strength to resist a slam or stun, that worked perfectly fine. I think that but, works fine. Well, I guess, but to me, the rule as written makes more sense using the damage level. Except because- it's written different twice. If you assume that the example of play is an example of how the rules work, then that's also a rule. I'm going to win this one. Oh my, oh my god, seriously, Kat, you've ignored me all day in the basement. I thought as soon as I start Skyping, that's when you want... Was that the cat? I don't think it was, but it could be later on. Seriously, she's been down here for hours, not paying attention. As soon as the Skype calls, she's like, hi, how's it going? Yep. I know I've ignored you all week, and in fact, all day. Ugh. Time to be the center of attention. Okay, well, if it comes down to a judgment call, when I'm adjudicating slams or stuns, I'm going to use the full damage level, because to me that makes more sense. Well, that's fine. I understand. I'm irritated at icons, not you. Because <laughs> I want to like icons, because I have not found a superhero game that I like 100%. No, I missed a lot of that. What's the problem with icons? <laughs> it's poorly organized and explained. <laughs> you are such an ass. Because every time I think I understand it, then I come across something I don't understand, and I look for an explanation, and I can't fucking find it. (laughs) Or, or, in this instance, I find two conflicting explanations. But they're not really conflicting, because in the example... They're not using damage, they're using the power's score. Tweezering buckshot out of baboon's backside. I am so tempted to just drag this example out, because I want to see what part you're talking about. It's a grudge match, it's grudge versus Sekaro and Mystical. I don't want to tell you there's another example of play later in the book where there, there, may, two, be, and I didn't look there may be more there conflicting. Be <laughs> I really so badly want to find a superhero game that I can enjoy 100%. And I well, we haven't <laughs> tried we haven't tried supers yet, and we haven't tried Capes, Cowls, and Villains Foul. Capes, Cowl looked like it was, but I don't know now. Now you've got me worried about it. <laughs> Smallville. Smallville's been the one I've liked the most so far. Oh, see, I just can't. I can't. I can't. I understand. Too, too hippy-dippy <laughs> for me. Too hippy-dippy? <laughs> Well, it's not like we're doing champions. No, that's just too damn champions. annoying. I played champions for a long time. I can't imagine playing it now, though. Yeah, I mean, the crunch factor in that? I can't imagine teaching it now. Let me clarify that. Yeah. Look, I had a friend of mine. He was Zen master at bending the rules until they almost broke, but still within the rules. Oh, this one, Supers? I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. As I read it, it was, I don't know. Me either. That's why I haven't. There was, like, what what the hell is it? I have another superhero game. It's Tristad System or something. Oh, yeah, I think I have that as well. The Sentinels? Yes, Silver Age Sentinels. Silver Age Sentinels, that's it. The only experience of Tristad was Big Eye Small Mouth, which I liked until I played it. And then I didn't like it. (laughs) I was really excited about it. I read it, and then in play, it did not work the way I wanted it to. And like, oh, I don't like this at all. I mean, I bet you could do a good Supers game with Fate Accelerated. I'm sure you could. Yeah, you can. 
I did a pretty good supers game with GURPS, even. I've never played GURPS. You know, Quags has a pretty nifty little superhero game. I've enjoyed Quags. I've never played the superhero game of Quags that was like an actual like long-form, serious superhero game. I've played one-offs, and I've played comedy superhero games. I've never used it to play like... You know, hey, we're going to be the Justice League. Well, that was what struck me about All-Stars when I was reading it. The setting that is default in that game is comedic, but yeah, the rules that they put forth could easily work for a more serious superhero. Uh, I've never actually played with those rules. I've just played with basic quags and I've done uh, when I've played in superhero games. Well, I'd probably modify them a little because I don't feel like having to refer to a table every time somebody wants to throw something. Yeah. That's I mean, where you put your dice anyway, right? <laughs> I know someone was uh, on a blog is going through basically scene by scene with the Avengers movie and breaking it down into uh, Fate Accelerated. It's actually pretty, pretty impressive. Cool. I'd love to do some sort of superhero game, you know? Yeah, I love superhero games, and I'm not discounting icons. It just keeps pissing me off every time I want to like it. I'm not mad, icons. I'm disappointed. Icons, why you make me hate you? No. Do you think this makes your mother and I proud, icons? <laughs> do you want to hurt us? You've done it, I can't. You've killed your mother. You've killed... I'm dead. Uh, killed me. Just sit over here in the corner. Not like you call. <laughs> never right, you never call. I'm lying between Jewish and Irish Catholic. I believe that line was called the pale. Of what? Inappropriate history joke. Oh. You know the pale from beyond the pale? The expression. I've heard, you know, I've heard the phrase. I wasn't... I've never actually... Yeah, that considered. was like... That was the line that divided, like, you know, conquered, fairly civilized. Scotland from wild, crazy, naked dudes in blue paint, Scotland. Ah, okay. No, I did, I've never actually considered the, uh... <laughs> you know what, I think I kind of figured it that was beyond the pale as meaning, you know, something so harrowing that it made you, uh, go pale. That's a much better explanation. I like yours. My Scottish ancestors were the ones that said, Hi, England, yes, please don't kill us. What's that, Catholicism? You've got it. <laughs> or, uh, Anglicism, I should say. <laughs> we are sensible pragmatists. We will do whatever you want, though. Just stop stabbing us. Those Campbells up north. <laughs> watch for them. Anyway. Okay. Take blood. Rock me like the wind. I heard that you're the next Canadian Dracula. I do not know that. Is that a song or something? That's the intro to the fake blood song. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's I the little it's the little that. mini skit before the fake blood song. Oh, that's great. I only remember the song itself. Ali comes of. in with vampire teeth and Sif is like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to be the next Canadian Dracula. Like, You're not uh -huh. Canadian. Yeah, I'm not Dracula either, but I got what it takes. <laughs> so what are you doing? I've been practicing drinking blood. I mean, I'm starting to fake blood, but, you know, going to work up to the real thing. And then they get into the song. <laughs> I do not remember that. Yeah, that's the only part I remember. And if you were the real thing. Liam Lynch, uh... And then they go into the <laughs> Guns N' Roses vibe. Uh, Liam Lynch uh, directed one of uh, Weird Al's new videos this week, this past week. When he's been Did he do like some movie direction or something, too? He directed uh, Pick a Destiny. Tenacious D. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew it was something with them or like Sarah Silverman or some other people that went have done some stuff really with them. Style. But yeah, he's in the little clique of alternative people like that. But yeah, he's done a lot of stuff with Tenacious D, actually, uh, both music videos and the movie. Yeah, he may have done more with uh, Weird Al Yankovic, but uh, he did the uh, First World Problems video. Weird Al has released a video every day for the past eight days. It's been great. Wow. It's been a good time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> All is right in the world. That man has not aged in 30 years. I know. Yeah. I mean, talk about the benefits of like a vegetarian diet and everything yeah. right there. Yep. Clean living. No. <laughs> so he still looks like my brother circa like 1982. 
Yeah, he's had a successful career, never got into drugs or any other vices, and has recently turned vegetarian. He's got a pretty decent, uh, stress-free life. Yeah. It's healthy living. Live if you like plants. Or hate plants. Yeah, exactly. A friend of mine said, I'm not a vegetarian because I love animals. I'm a vegetarian because I hate plants. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, I have heard the cries of the carrots. Yep. Brother Maynard. Yep. Let's hope vegetables don't have souls. I saw that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Dr. Demento vid- song, The Scream of the Vegetables. Yeah. What, who is I've that? heard the screams of the vegetables. Or one of those groups, right? Yeah, someone like that. Those, the dirt? Groups. No, that was a song. Worms Make the Dirt is by the Aquabats. Thank you. Aquabats are okay. I love the Aquabats. Their TV well, show is delightful. They have a TV show. Are they ever coming out with a second season? I don't know. They're, it's on the Hub, and it's also oh, on Netflix. I guess I should it's say on. they had a TV show. It's on the uh, Hub, it's on the, and uh, Netflix, it's the Aquabats Super Show. It is incredibly stupid, but it's yeah. delightful. That sounds great. My, my daughter loves it. She absolutely adores it. But trust me, I, I have seen it many times. <laughs> Must just watched it on our own. Some of us also own like all the Aquabats CDs. So you know. Well, I, I sat down and like watched one episode. My daughter came in. Hey, Dad, what's this? Like, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to me. Well, we're gonna watch it more. Great Al Yankovic's got a cameo in it. Oh yeah, a superhero man. <laughs> superhero man. Right. Okay. So, what are we doing? Speaking of superhero uh, man, vamping, stretching for time. I assumed. Yeah. Are we? Bitching so much at icons that we're not going to do it? Or no, 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 no. I wasn't sure. You you were kind of on a good rail there. I'll give it a couple more chances. I don't want to be like some people in my home group who decide they hate a game before they even play it. Well, and then, fun. No, it's not for the GM, it isn't. I'm coming into icons wanting to love icons. It keeps, however, shitting on me. <laughs> Now, to be fair, we had a great session last week, so I don't... I enjoyed the session. I don't know why, just because the book is... You need to... Se- this is the second game we've encountered where you've done this. You need to separate the book from the game, sir. They're not separate. Game designer, I cannot. It's a product, <laughs> I, oh, it's a product and they're asking money for it, therefore it should be, you know... Of and also, it's this is the stuff I do, and so I can't because of... <laughs> this whole argument just reminds me of... Sh- oh, God. Why can't I remember his name? He's a guy that did... Ron Edwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben Belosi. <laughs> he was actually a professor at DePaul University when I went. So, I mean, shit. You know, we got in these kinds of discussions all the time. And I took this stance one time that, look, you know, that of course a, a game could be written shittily and everything, but a lot of it does come down to the GM and changing the story. And he's like, and he was using your point, Josh, exactly. I'm basically saying that they wrote it. It shouldn't be the DM's job to have to fix every goddamn thing that's yeah. wrong with the game. If you're writing a game, you cannot share a game with someone if you cannot properly articulate it yeah. and present it. You are presenting not even just a product, presenting in your art, your craft. Right. But people are able to play the game and haven't had the problems that... Can I play Devil's Advocate for a second? That pinball game I used to? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a pinball game called Devil's Advocate. Be better at pinball anyway. that's, that's like a third-hand Simpsons reference, but continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're pointing out is, you know, hey, a good DM could do anything with a game. Okay, two examples. Well, no, that's, that's not really what I, I was, don't need to, That's not really what I was saying, but go on. I was going to say Cinnabar. And if you don't know that game, it's with 
bears with rocket jetpacks fighting flying oysters. Okay, how can that be bad? The god of ninjas has his own heavy metal band. Yes. It is so insane that I don't think anybody has figured out the rules. And the other one, what the hell is that one where it's basically torture porn the role-playing game? Fatal. Fatal. Thank you. Polaris. From my knowledge, no one has gotten, actually, people have tried to play Fatal by the book as an experiment and like, oh, won't this be funny? From what I've seen, it's broken, every single one of them. There are glorious thousand-word essays on people who have tried to play Fatal by the book, and it's broken them. I'm not saying it pissed them off and angered them. It broke them. Okay, so is this like... Like, you know, it, like the Yellow King himself wrote I was going to say, that bad? Clawed <laughs> their eyes out and gnashed their teeth and wailed to the heavens. <laughs> Damn you all to hell! As the king in yellow stood behind them and laughed. His bodies decayed at 4.5 times the normal rate. It was crazy. You need to play like Original Traveler, one of those games where you can die in character creation. No, we don't. Traveler. It's on my bucket there was list. this other one, it was like Mutant Era or something like that. Thoroughly researched, the most realistic role-playing game available, where exposure to radiation made you do stuff like grow another head. Yeah. And you had a 75% chance of dying in character creation. And Lord help you if you played a female character or, due to radiation, became a woman. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't remember what the hell it's called. You could become a woman due to radiation. Yeah, most realistic game ever written thoroughly wow. researched. And that it reads was... like it was written by that goofy-looking kid who was all over YouTube after he shot those guys. Oh, I know I know the book game you're talking about, and it's called yeah, but I can't remember Vaults it's... of Something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That just sounds like shit that some of my students tried to pull on me. Yeah, I mean, for what it was worth, it was back in like the early 80s. Radiation can do this. Back in the early days of the uh, hobby, before the internet, where people could just shout you down violently. <laughs> Hilarious. Some of those games, just rolling up characters, is just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a blog I followed. I got a copy of it. Oh, no like way. an actual printing copy, and I'm trying to remember which blog it was. It's like, oh, look what I got! <laughs> that is awesome. Like, your head could blow up in character creation. Yeah. Due to radiation. Shit like that. It's awesome. What's the point? If you can't make it out of character creation alive, what the fuck is the point? Well, the point in Traveler is actually because with Traveler, from my understanding, is it's it's almost like a gambling type of thing because the longer you stay in the life path part of the character creation, the more skill points you get because you're going through more and more. Okay, like my character spent 10 years in the Navy, then 5 years in university, then doing this. But you know, the longer you stay on the life path, uh, you know, your skills can go higher, but you also have a greater chance of dying. So you're gambling like, well, I could get a couple more points in Starship Commanding, but I might die. <laughs> it's press your luck, the role playing game. Yeah, it's, it's yes. press you. Yeah, you're not wrong. And that makes sense. Yeah, it does sound like a throttle the game designers put on because somebody abused the shit out of that before. Sure it is. It's Dead Earth. Spelled in the ultra-edgy way of all lowercase dead, capital E, Earth, as one word. Oh, I know that. I'm, I'm not even going to look that up. That just, just oh, dramatic. Brilliant. Just brilliant. It's like it's like some bizarre art piece. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's a different game from what I was thinking of, but Dead Earth actually does another blog I read. They had a lot of fun making crazy Dead Earth characters like, ah, oh, look at this guy. Ah, oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Everything you never wanted to play the game. <laughs> He's got a link to the player's handbook. The art's delightful. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Everything you never wanted to play the game. Same book, smaller. <laughs> I'm missing the damage chart. 
See, I hear stories like this, and that's what makes me so goddamn terrified about actually trying to write up my setting. Just be careful. Get a good editor. Get someone who's had experience, like, editing. Not like, oh, yeah, man, I edited this game one time, but, like, a professional editor, there is such a thing. Oh, trust me. I mean, you know, if, if you get someone who's not familiar with what you've written at all, yep, who's yep, not yep. attached, have someone who's not looked at it, write it, get fresh eyes, and you're generally, mm-hmm. you'll be okay. So I'm debating. The, th- the adventure opens with a potential teaser that can be read aloud to the players. Do it. Read it aloud. Do and it. read it aloud in a stilted, overly rehearsed fashion. It might be, because I'm having to do it from the... Do it. <laughs> I, didn't do it. Bra- like I didn't braille that part out, because I was like, you know, if I'm going to braille shit, I'm going to braille stuff that, if I have time, I'll get to this. And Think back to, like, 12 years old, somebody reading the box text from, like, I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, I was know, keep on the borderlands. I was doing that this weekend, and again, it was fun, but I don't think, think one of my players didn't enjoy the irony of it. <laughs> I don't usually run modules, but I ran a module. I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to read the box text. You Fuck yes. are Fuck wandering, you find yourself yes. in a pen stand foot before the haunted castle. foot room with... And you're walking... And walking with tapestries hanging on the walls and like torches ensconced in torch racks. Yes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's right. Mister Disco is a fucking good GM because you know he just creates everything that otherwise you'd have to use your imagination to see. Fully immersive D and D. That would be freaking trippy to run a game like. <laughs> Wait, run a game like oh, where? Yeah, it's all fully immersive, and you see everything. Oh, that'd be unfortunately, he'd be like, "You're you standing in front of a haunted mausoleum with sconces. You don't know the sconces? It looks like this, my friends. <laughs> oh no, it's two skeletons are coming at you! What initiative? <laughs> exactly. What for initiative? What is initiative? What is so you got fucking wax in your ears or what? Yeah, what's going on? See, what we need to do is we need to get Salma Hayek into role playing games because Oh yes she, we do. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I said Salma Hayek and my brain went somewhere. <laughs> Gee, I Who's Salma Hayek. Huh? Who's huh? Salma Hayek? Who's Salma oh, you Hayek? Poor poor poor. What, do you have fucking wax in your ears? Do I stutter? Who's um, occasionally Yeah. But she is a uh, uh Mexican American actress. Considered probably one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood because she is. She played the Muse in Dogma. She was in she Desperado. She with, was in uh, Ugly Betty. If you ever saw that show, I don't know about. She was in female lead in Desperado across from Antonio Banderas. Hey, just, we remember that. Okay. Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek on the screen together is just like, like a whole lot of attractive in one screen. Um, also, shared uh, voice Hispanic woman. She played Jack Donahue's Hispanic girlfriend on Thirty Rock. Mm, never saw it. She played Frida in the Frida biopic. She played... Mm. Is that the lady and, with the unibrow? Yes, and she directed it, okay. and she played Frida. I did not see that. Gosh, she, uh... Yeah, I think I'm probably just not going to get any of these. You might Although not. I, did you I see Dust Till Dawn? Like, she was the snake dance lady negative. in Dust Till Dawn. I saw Dogma, like, when it came out, but that was, you know... She, okay, so, you know, she's a, like, what, a Hispanic woman who's attractive. Got it. Yeah, and for being, like, 47 years old, she looks better now than she did when she was 27. Well, see, that's the thing, because most of it's more of a visual thing. There aren't a lot of celebrities that I go, oh, man. But she's one of them. She's also, like, a legit good actress on top oh. of everything else. Like I said, she directed the Frito 
biopic as well as starred in it. She's also willing to do comedy and other stuff. Yeah, she's got range. Which is good. Well, hey, for those who know such things, what does EVA stand for? Extra uh, activity. Ah, okay. Yeah, see? Awesome. All right, thank you. EVA uh, pot, Sal. That's what I get for Sorry. reading military fiction. I learned all Sorry, kinds Josh, of... I can't do that. Sorry, Dave. What military fiction had EVA in it? <laughs> Out of Mac- curiosity. Mac Bolin, if you, if you must. Yes! Sorry, I saw you posted the new Mac Bolin review. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> is he fighting like... He's fighting... Is, is there... Did I read correctly there's a new drug on the street? Yes, you did. Yes. It's called what, unicorn called or something? Ivory Wave. Oh, that's it's, it's, it's basically it's so basically well. bath salts with hallucinogenics thrown in to make it even more more fucked up. Matt yeah. Bullitt's not gonna put up with that kind of shit. That's right, he did not. Because his friend's daughter was murdered or OD'd basically on the really stuff. Really need to run dogs of war. I do, I really do, I should. Or hollow point. You would like hollow point, I think. I think I've read Hollow Point. I have. I've heard of that. I've not actually checked it out. I think Hollow Point was like one I read, like right in the. Uh, I like downloaded a bunch of books at once. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that new uh, Mac Bullen book? Ivory, the name of the actual book? Ivory Wave. Makes sense. It sounds like a uh, wonderful soap. <laughs> God damn it! We tried to keep up, enough. Yeah. Running ahead. Yes, I've been trying to say that for the last five minutes, well, but everyone. Just, well, just everyone was it. kind of on a roll, and I just yeah. thought, you know. We'll just... Ivory Wave has been ordered on Amazon Prime. It'll be at my door on Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> All right. I will try to make this sound as natural as possible. You know, I'm actually, thinking. one more thing, and this is not just me vamping for time. This is something Jesus. you should... No, no, no. This is regarding the game. Okay. <laughs> We'd never do that. <laughs> <clears throat> because I did not save the last session where we actually introduced these characters ourselves, uh, we should probably go through and introduce them so that the listeners know who the hell you're playing in this. You still got to read the flavor text first. I, oh, you want me to read that first? Yeah. Okay, all right, fine. Okay, all right. Okay. The Balcony of Castle Darkskull. He Mensch, warlord of the universe, looks out over the plane of battle. He heaves a sigh. At that moment, Hura, priestess of power, comes onto the balcony. Hemanch, she says, our friends are gathered for the victory celebration. What victory, her brother says, as he turns to face the intruder. Why, our latest victory over Baron Boneface. His evil plot has been overturned, and Infinita is free and happy. Another victory that means nothing. In another week, we will confront Boneface again, or perhaps the tribe or the lizard men. No matter what we do, they'll always be there again. What's the use? But he managed, this is our duty, our destiny. I have had enough. It is. Suddenly, a colored burst of light appears in the sky. On a rainbow trail, a dark colored unicorn gallops to the main gate of Castle Darkskull. He managed, it is time, the unicorn says. Her voice is commanding and precise. At last, now for something meaningful, something permanent, cries he managed as he leaps easily to the ground, five stories below. From out of the main gate, a regiment of his warriors march to join their captain and the unicorn. The regiment is complete with wizard lion and creature auxiliar. Farewell, hurrah, shouts the warlord. We are off to create our own world. Take care of war lion for me. Turning toward the rainbow, he marches with the unicorn at the head of his troops. 
As the last element of the regiment boots touches the rainbow, Hemench, the unicorn, and the troops disappear in a multicolored flash. What just happened? Hera asks herself. Who was that unicorn? Where is Hemench going? Dun dun dun! A lot of those names sounded very familiar. I don't know what you're talking about, Blanky. <laughs> I love that, and I love you. Do you live in one of those godless states? <laughs> because if so, let's get married. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, sorry for the stiltedness of it, but... Uh... That was exactly what I asked for, though. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, all right, so, now that we have, have our little prologue... Introduce your characters, and we shall commence. Whirligig, a.k.a. Jonas Ashbury, is a human mutant who came into his own powers while crashing a test airplane, for he is the prodigal son of Ashbury Aerotech, a prominent aeronautics company. He is not a good businessman, nor is he normally responsible, but... (laughs) When he was falling from the sky and his fantastical spinning and kinetic powers manifested, saving his life, he decided to dedicate his life to helping others and protecting the protectless and defending justice as the Whirling Gig. Mr. Disco, real name unknown, is a former Bolivian army lieutenant who was captured by the invading aliens known as the Vaughn. They were seeking information on the human metagene and recognized him as a carrier. Their experiments activated his genes, resulting in a catastrophic transformation into a misshapen creature resembling a cross between a featherless quadrupedal penguin and a naked mole rat. However, he also did get powers including a strange ability to create tangible, solid illusions, among other things. He ordinarily disguises himself as a handsome Hispanic man in a black and silver jumpsuit with a sequined disco ball on the back. That is how he has acquired his moniker. Eliza Anders owner and primary researcher at Cyangenics, a biotech firm, has been desperately researching the the Thon, the Thron? The Vaughn. Vaughn. Whatever. Researching those bastards. (laughs) Has been desperately researching the invading alien technology in order to better understand their control and movement over plants and has struck upon several breakthrough inventions in the area of, well, biotechnology, specifically algae. And actually put this biotech into use, donning a specialized armor that allows her to grow, harvest, and control the algae in various ways. So a nightmarish, green-armored, yellow-eyed creature stalks the from wall to wall, stopping villains and hunting any in, any alien threat to her city. People have come to know the terror of the biohazard. Together, this triumvirate of superheroes has formed a team to protect our fair city. A team that can be called on in the name of justice 
in the name of protection. They call themselves... One, two, three. The The Paragons! Uh, I was hoping for an awkward, (laughs) semi-simultaneous, stilted exclamation. Well, with the Skype delay, you can't really have anything else. Exactly. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, Are you even in on that, Josh? I don't think I heard. I was in on it. All right. (laughs) All right, so when we last left our heroes, they had disposed of a couple of villains who... Hell, I ran the thing, and I don't even remember who the hell they were. They were just kind of... Confederate. It was Confederate and... and robotic was, Griffin. That's right, the Griffin. Super the, awesome. The, the named Claw. Claw. Claw the Griffin, that's right. The Griffin. Oh, I, I thought it was just the Claw. Well, actually, it's funny, because his name is actually Griffin, but I had, had him say Eat Claw, but I think Eat got lost in the shuffle, so I kind of like the fact that his name is Claw. That's kind of cool. So I'm keeping that. When he shows up again, if he shows up again. But anyway, you you have since healed from that fracas. Those who have needed healing, thanks to my amazing healing powers and sophisticated surgical techniques. That's right. The Paragon's headquarters is underwater, if memory serves. Yes, mm-hmm. the Algol Matrix, otherwise known as the Emerald Dome. That's what my grandfather's bald head was called. Whoa. You might want to get that check. So you are doing whatever the hell it is you do at your headquarters when nothing is going on, and uh, you get a call on the paraphone. There's two of them? What? It's paraphones. Paraphones. Oh, it's just to go quite nicely with the paragons that are there. Yeah. I ring one of those. (laughs) Whose turn is it to get the phone? (laughs) I've got it. Paragons, this is Whirligig. How can I assist you? Whirligig, this is Sergeant McGillicotti. We need you to come down. There's a robbery in progress that we think might need some super assistance. Another one? We wouldn't be calling you if it was something normal. That is true. Where's this robbery at, Sergeant? Spike's World of Comics, of all places. Yes. Ah, very well. Uh, We'll be there with all speed. (laughs) Make sure the Mylar bags don't get taken. The prop bockless. We'll do everything we can. There's a hostage involved. What? You didn't say that. I thought this was another shenanigans at the Warhammer Club. All right. We'll be right there. Thank you. Click. Click. Better What's saddle the situation, Whirligig? Better saddle up, Paragons. Looks like there's a fracas down at Spike's comic shop. Is the fan- I can only assume they're out of Mountain Dew and Doritos again. <laughs> Is the Is fan it another problem with again? the Warhammer Club? I can only hope not. Those guys creep me right out. Last time we had to deal with something like that, I got several of their figures stuck in my armor. Yeah, those guys have a mean arm. Yeah. Lead minis can be thrown pretty heavily. And they are toxic. Have you seen the Chaos Knights? They had spikes all over them. I was afraid the fanboy had gotten out of jail again. No, it's worse than that. You know, it's it's funny you say that. In Freakazoid, there actually was a super villain named Fanboy. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Well, hey. <laughs> Tell me the collector is in fact to his shenanigans again. No, worse than that. What could be worse, Disco? <laughs> Mr. Disco? What could be worse, Mr. Disco? There is a rivalry at the comic book shop and ah, perhaps some sort of hostage me. situation. Someone should have told me that. Let's get Using my ropey, disgusting flippers, hey, I man. push myself over on the skateboard that I ride on. 
I will summon the Volvox. This I now do. I will stop my experimentation and feed my plant before running to the Volvox. Always we have to wait for the women, right, Willy Gig? Tell me about it, right? Thumbs up. (laughs) High flipper. Slap. Slap. Ugh. And so the Paragons pile into their algebraic vehicle, one might say. That's just to get up to the surface. I think we all go. <laughs> oh, okay. But it is, in fact, a vehicle. Yeah. It just it takes us from the algal matrix under the harbor, river, lake, to the surface. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, Lake River Harbor. Lake, lake River Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> Figure that one out. I think that's the name of the lake that is in the center of our fair city. Named after its discoverer. Joseph River Harbor. Harbor. That's right. Okay. It has been written. It is now official. So, the out. What is it called again? I'm sorry. The Volvox? The Volvox. Volvox. This sounds kinky somehow. Don't blame me. (laughs) You created it. I will blame you, sir. It's an actual scientific name. Uh, Yeah. Just picture a vol on a microphone, then it doesn't sound so weird. (laughs) The Volvox catapults them to the surface with due speed. (laughs) <laughs> Sploosh. Quickly, Paragons, away! Biohazard makes a break for the buildings and immediately starts running on the side of them at top speed. Okay, and Whirly Gig is flying, I'm assuming. Spinning and flying, yep. yep. And they leave poor Mr. Disco to keep up and perhaps surpass his companions <laughs> as I extend my awkward-looking flippers into long, ropey tendrils of sunburnt-looking flesh dotted here and there with tangles of hair. Onto windows, flagpoles, window washers, or their equipment, you know, depending. And And, and I do apologize. I think you tried to mention that before and kind of got lost in the shuffle of of whatever the hell we do when we're not. That's okay. My character is very small. He's used to that. (laughs) Swinging along. Everybody sees the handsome Hispanic firing like a cable gun, right? Well, you know, it takes a lot of concentration to maintain those images, so for now, I'm moving this way. Once we get closer, I'll probably revert into my Mr. Disco disguise. Or maybe just hide. Mr. Disco! (laughs) Yep. Look out below, it's Sound Effect Man! (laughs) (laughs) It's that guy from those old Police Academy movies. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't fight crime or nothing. He's just looking for handouts. He just follows people around making sense. That's Michael Winslow. Yes, it is. Thank you. All right, so you arrive at Spike's World of Comics. There are four cops on the scene, guns drawn and pointed at the door. And inside, there is a man in his mid-30s with a scraggly attempt at a Van Dyke beard and mustache. And he has got the clerk. He's wearing wizard robes and a cape. And waving a glowing wand, he steps out so anyone on the street can see him when he sees you arriving. And he says, Tremble in terror as the mystic overlord is in your presence, losers. And if you don't meet my demands, I'll send this loser to the darkest reaches of Hades. Uh, So, one more time, because I know you're all stressed out by my blinding power. He's holding the clerk hostage. I don't know if I I think I mentioned that. Yeah, Um, just fire an algae blast and knock the wand out of his hand. <laughs> Not even gonna. Not even gonna freaking listen to him. Right. He, you know, he's stinky fanboy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he is not expecting that, so you can go before we roll any initiative or anything like that. This will be the element control using my plant power. Well, algae powers. 
and just firing a glob just to blast it out of his hand. That's all. Not even trying to do damage or anything. It's just going to be green slime to him. Okay, I'm going to say that just as a maneuver, you're trying to put the quality disarmed on him. Mm. Which I don't know if that's how it should be handled, but that's how I'm handling it, making a judgment call. So, you have a difficulty... Really hard one here. I don't know if you can handle it. Difficulty six. 2d6 plus five, correct? No. Where did... No, it's 1d6 plus five. Oh, well, I like my two better. Oh, look at that. It's a ten total. All right. So that's a moderate success, but that's more than you need. The wand does go flying out of his hand. Yeah, the way I picture it is this green glob fires off from one of the tentacles that's sprouting from her back slams into the wand, rips it out of his hand, and glues it to the back wall before the algae just hardens. His cape seems to move as if to try to intercept it. It seems to be moving of its own accord, but it doesn't catch the... So, you fire your... Does that, like, go over your... Does the tentacle, like, go over your head? Because it's it's from your back. How does it... Like, does it... At this moment in time, I'm picturing there are four tentacles, two above... So one over right, one over left shoulder, and then the two that are reaching lower is one near the right hip, one near left hip. Okay. The one that fired is over right shoulder. Okay. So it's over the shoulder, it fires, the cape kind of moves to block the glob. The glob kind of hits the cape, but also hits the wand. Most of it gets on the wand, and it yanks it out of his hand, and he's like, hey! He moves to retrieve it from the wall. Is he dragging the hostage with him? Yes, he is. He's trying. He is. He's trying to. He's come on, come on. I'm gonna spin down and try and snag that hostage away from him and take up the safety. Go ahead and make your spin roll. Is my spin? Yep. Final spin. That's a seven. Okay, he got a six, so that's a moderate. I said moderate before. Yours was major. Doesn't matter. This is a moderate success. You go spinning. <laughs> you have you have a momentary tug of war as he grabs onto the hostage's arm, and you grab onto most of the rest of the hostage. Let go of the lady, nerd! <laughs> <laughs> this is not how this is supposed to work! He ultimately loses his grip. As you take the hostage, it sends him careening to the floor. When you spin, does it generate a wind or anything like that? Sure. Because you are dealing with some pretty valuable collectibles in here. Not my concern. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Do I get determination for uh, compelling? Sure. Why not? Go ahead. My prodigal son of Ashbury Aerotech, this nerd shit doesn't concern me. <laughs> <laughs> and the like clerk is actually... Like sports mummy beerly or something. The, cl- <laughs> the clerk who a moment ago was rather white-faced in fear is now looking at you. Hey! That was Amazing Stories, issue number 56. There's only a handful of those left in existence. Look at that. The pages are going all over the place. Like, I just made the surviving ones more valuable. (laughs) (laughs) Free market, sir. Okay, so he's on the floor. And as he's lying there, you get a better... His robe's are made of assorted sheets and drapes. It's pretty pathetic. The only thing, like I said, that was a little strange was the cape, which seems to move of its own energy. Cape looked like it's made out of bed sheets and bathrooms. No, no, the, his robe that he's wearing, his wizard robe, looks like it's made out but of But the cape sheets. looks like it's made out of... Cape looks quality? It looks fairly quality. Um, Captain Fantastic's cape? I don't know. That guy's awesome. Yeah. 
I'm going to snag this guy with my tentacles unless somebody else wants to do something. Uh, Mr. Disco hasn't done anything. I think at the moment I want to come to rest on a nearby rooftop, take advantage of my low center of gravity and uh, my military training, sidle right up to an air conditioning vent, and uh, stay hidden for now in case my compatriots need backup. I want to try to make a maneuver to put the aspect hidden on myself. Okay, make a coordination roll. How tall is Mr. Disco? Penguin-sized, I figured. Yeah. That, that's like what I, a penguin, like, a penguin laying down. Okay, so not like a like big a, one, like an emperor penguin, but ah, okay, but on his yep, belly. On his belly. Okay. Scooching around on my thalidomide flippers. About anteater sized. Yeah, okay. yeah, and got kind of an anteater type snow. So that is a grand total of eight, and I get an additional one for things related to stealth because it's one of my specialties. Okay, so nine total. That's fine. <laughs> I completely had a brain fart and forgot to pick a difficulty for it. So we'll say the difficulty is three, and I rolled good. a one, so that's a four. You rolled a nine, so that's a Matt. You get several free activations. I don't think you're going to need them, but that's nice that you have them anyway. Uh, and I forgot you were outside there. I didn't mean to exclude you from the scene It's here. all good, brother. Once he is out and the hostage is no longer a hostage, the cops come in and, We'll take him from here. We got this from here. Come on, you bastard. <laughs> You're going to jail. But, but, a couple of them grab him, and one of them goes to take the... How hard is your algae? Once I am no longer concentrating on it, I'll spare you the biospeak. Basically, it's like cement. Okay. It has to harden and protect itself in a matrix because if it's outside of water, it's going to dry up. That some bitch is glued to the wall. I'm going to have to go over there and unglue it if they want the wand. Okay, yeah, we're going to need that for evidence. He tries to lift, pull the thing off. Oh, forgot how strong you're. Hang on, Officer McGillicuddy. Thank you. I like the idea that he just trails off your... your uh. Yeah, exactly. Your, uh. <laughs> the tentacle kind of reaches out, reabsorbs the mass... And I pick up the wand and hand it to him. Okay. He looks at you kind of admiring and disturbed at the same time. <laughs> thank thank you for that. Uh, You're welcome, officer. What what was he demanding? What what did he want? Oh he was just being a git. He wanted things like uh Stan Lee to apologize for killing Gwen Stacy. And he wanted him to sign a copy of Avengers 1. I think that's in that. He points there's a shopping cart that's loaded with a bunch of comics and action figures. And I think it might be in there. And then one of the cop pipes up. Yeah, he said he wanted a million billion dollars and a okay. Michael Dorn autographed Batleth. What the hell's a Batleth? These nerds. It's a Klingon fighting weapon. Um, of course it is. He even wanted a helicopter ride to the airport for his private jet. Can you get a load of this guy? Crazy. Wait, wait, wait. While they're bundling this guy into the car, he I want to take a close look at his cape. It doesn't look super remarkable. It doesn't have, like, any runes or anything on it or anything like that. It looks like a cape like you might get from a magician's costume or something, or a wizard's costume. Well, I could have sworn I saw it move, so I'm poking one of my big hatchet fish like eyes up over the edge there. <laughs> And I'd like to discover an aspect that it has or something else. I want to see if I can catch it moving in an unnatural fashion. It seems like it's slightly blowing in a wind that is not there. 
forming into a hand and flipping off the police. <laughs> no. Sorry. Then I'd like to try to use my images power here. I want to project Mr. Disco down near the officer who's, I don't know, maybe getting ready to drive the car or what have you. As they're putting him in the back? Mm-hmm. Mr. Disco is in the, you know, blandly handsome okay. Hispanic guy in the black and silver jumpsuit. Okay. Hey, Mr. Disco! Hello, my friend. <laughs> Officer, I look down. Well, the image does anyway, mm-hmm. arching one eyebrow, handsomely. French. Adam French. Officer French. I wonder, it seems to me that there is something unusual about this man's attire. And I do not mean he is extremely poor fashion sense. Did you check out the Green Lantern shirt? Mm. I do not know this Green Lantern of which you speak, but I did see that his cape... Oh, yeah. ...appeared to be acting unusually. I wonder if we, El Paragons, might take it into custody to study it. Those Paragons. Are you correcting my Spanish seriously? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> we need it for evidence till he's arraigned, at least. And then we can give it to you. Is that, will that work? Certainly. Okay. Is there any way that we could arrange to inspect the evidence while the man is being, how you say, arraigned? Um, hmm. Hey, Sarge! Yeah, boy, oh, what is it? We're trying to do an interrogation here. Well, I wonder if I can use Will, which is kind of like the charisma type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're protectors of the city. Everyone likes Mr. Disco, hopefully. And, uh, see if he I can make it. words most. <laughs> Interesting hero. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead and make a willpower roll. Just to see if we can get permission to, like, inspect it or something. Uh, that's in eight total. You succeed? He says, uh, do you think these guys can go with us down to Station House? Because, uh, well, because uh, they want to inspect his cape. He says, all right, all right, that'll be all right. I trust these guys. They've saved this city more times than I can count. Thank right. you very much, you Officer go. French, Officer McGillicuddy. And I, well, Mr. Disco, disappears in a cloud of Disco sparkles. Nice touch. Thank you. So they pile him in the back of the car. Do you want to just, uh... Well, I want to do one thing before we move on to the cop shop. Okay. The owner of the comic shop, what's his name? Or her name? Spike, ostensibly. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's the name of the shop. Whoever was being held hostage. Yeah, that's the clerk slash owner. You don't know his name. You know, somebody said her. Oh, I... Because I'm part of the patriarchy, I immediately assume that the hostage was a female. Well, okay. Because if it's Mike, I want to walk up, if Biohazard walk up and say, Mike! Mike! You okay? Spike, you mean? Spike, are you okay? <laughs> I would love it if he said, <laughs> he said Spike, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you mean, you mean Spike? Sorry. Oh. Yes, are you okay? I'll be more okay if I can have your autograph. I was going to say, I'll pay for the, uh, what was it that was destroyed? Oh, the, uh, Amazing Stories issue 56, I believe. I'll pay for the Amazing Stories issue 53. Forgive F- Will again. 56. 56. Suddenly <laughs> he gets a little bit stiff. Yeah. God! Yeah. He's a Philistine. Do you have my order? Awesome. Do you what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Do you have my order? Oh, oh! Weekly pull list. Uh, Weekly pull list. Come on, man. Well, I, I, he, he, I can check. He might have put it in the cart over there. Son of a bitch was going to take my stuff. 
Yeah, it was weird. He mo- he went for a lot of the old old stuff, but he did take some of the current stuff too. I guess he's you know, he's a fan. He better not have touched that. <laughs> hey guys, careful with that! Putting that in the bags, that stuff's valuable. Seriously, I'll 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 pay for the fifty six. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. It was. I mean, you saved my life, so yeah. And you better have saved my pull list. That's all I'm saying. Huh? <laughs> I'll see. You. I'll see you later. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Paragons. You're welcome, citizen. <laughs> Be back later. Okay, I just so. see her as like a massive. Well, she's a geek. I, you know, yes. Hey. <laughs> as you're walking by the car, you hear a couple of the police officers as they are. Uh, what's your name? Mystic Overlord, your real name. Seth Wallowitz. Where'd you get that stuff you had? You found it. Oh, yeah, you found it, huh? Likely story. Where do you live? In your parents' basement? Hey. <laughs> McGillicuddy says, Can we drop you folks off anywhere? You've done us a great service, and you, you're you coming with us to the arraignment. That's right. We're going to just put him in a cell for a while. We can't do the... You can't get arraigned immediately. You know how this works. We just want to take a look at the cape and the wand. Mm-hmm. I thought you you couldn't stick him in the drunk tank until he's arraigned. We'll just be in the evidence room. All right. Unless you think he's a threat. Oh, God, I, no. Are you kidding me? I mean, we thought he might be when we called you, but... I mean, look at him. Look I at could, him, for God's sake. I could glue him up. I think it would be a waste of your glue. I think he'll be all right. I lean into him as he pushes me and says, Don't you ever, ever, ever mess with my comic shop again. <laughs> <laughs> gives you this sneer. You don't know who you're messing with. You'll pay. I know who I'm messing with. I'm messing with a son of a bitch who tried to steal my bull ass. I'll send you to the darkest reaches of Hades. I'm gonna wedge you the guy. Yeah! <laughs> atomic. Yeah! <laughs> the over-the-head atomic? That would be atomic. Yeah, okay, just checking. <laughs> Take Under him away, top. boys. I wince. <laughs> that was a little bit much for No, your place, plebe. <laughs> Not to you, to the cops. Yes, I know. So, are you following their car, or are you in their car? How are you? I'm or... riding on the roof. Okay. Look at you, you're a rock star. Damn right. Arriving on top of a cop car. Woohoo! I'll do the car surfing thing from Teen Wolf. I was not aware there was a car surfing. Oh, theme. I thought it was a theme. I'm like, there's a car surfing theme in Teen Wolf? In the first movie. No, I remember. I thought I thought you were talking it's like by musically. the guy who did the music for uh, Jurassic Park and Jaws. Yeah, there you go. It's this huge orchestral piece. You remember <laughs> that? With guitar by Dick Dale. Yeah, and there's like a 20-minute oboe solo in there. Nice. I honestly wonder when you do that if people actually pause and look up that stuff just to... <laughs> I should certainly hope not. <laughs> and yeah, definitely following the car down to the station. Okay. Yeah. All right. After a while, they are in the car, and they're pulling out, and you're following them. All of a sudden, McGillicuddy waves his hand over his shoulder, and he says, Oh, hey, we got a Mayday call from Precinct 14. They're requesting any human or superhuman help. The police station itself is requesting? Yep. Precinct House 14. Um, okay. It's not the same precinct that they're taking this guy to. It's in a different neighborhood in the city. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says, that can seems you... to be the trouble. The call got cut off before we got all the details, but from what we could gather, there's a 30-foot-tall green gorilla that looks like the star of a Saturday morning cartoon my kid watches, The Green Gorilla Hour. Seems like we would have noticed that. 30 feet tall, you say? Well, you're not in the same neighborhood. It's in the more upper-crust area of the city. 
Well, then... Pentagons away! I'm swinging off in that direction. Okay. Spinning off in that situation. Yeah, I'll go running. Thank you! Thank you, Paragons! Don't worry, we'll handle this boy all right here! Well, my friends, a giant enemy. Should we do this like we practiced? (laughs) I think we absolutely should. Absolutely, Mr. Disco. Very well, then. So what's our first move, like, like we practiced? I have an idea, but I I'm talking too much. Whirligig, mm-hmm. I need you to grab onto my tentacles and spin and use me like a slingshot. Right. When we get there, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> and I will distract him. Set up a perimeter to make sure that no civilians are in danger. Okay. You know where Precinct 14 is. You've been there before on several yeah. occasions. So as you approach, you hear a bellowing, Green Gorilla! Green Gorilla! And you- it certainly sounds like a green gorilla. Well, that's just a knockoff of grape ape. <laughs> okay. Huh? I don't know pop culture. No, not at all. <laughs> and you hear these crashing sounds. You can see as you are approaching, as he said, it looks like he's about three stories tall. He's just finishing pounding the roof of the precinct house into a pile of rubble. Oh, jeez. So everybody gets a determination point because you were too late to save the precinct house itself. No! Yeah, it looks like there's not much left of the place. That's a big gorilla. (laughs) That is a big gorilla. I have seen bigger. (laughs) Look at you. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know everything about me. (laughs) Anyway, right. (laughs) You see about half a dozen cops that are shooting their guns at him, but they might as well be throwing... Sticks at the sun? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's not doing a whole hell of a lot of good. Bullets are just bouncing harmlessly off of his gorilla hide. Are there any officers trapped in the rubble? There are. Actually, I was just about to say, there are about half a dozen more cops are trying to dig some people out of the rubble. There's a big section of roof that has collapsed. From what you can see, it looks like there's a cop and several civilians. I think we need to change our plan, boys. Stuck in there. We need to get people out of that rubble. Right. You lead the way, Biohazard. I, okay, go bolting up to the rubber pile and just start using the tentacles just to start flinging crap out of the way. I am going to use my phasing to jump into the rubble Ooh. Ooh. and help locate trapped folk. I don't know if this is legal for me to do this, but I'm going to anyway. Take a determination point, because I think that is a really cool use of that power. That's nifty, dude. I don't know if I'm supposed to only give determination points at certain, like, fate, where it's mechanically... Well, I'm sure it's not written anywhere in the book. It probably isn't, so (laughs) so screw it. (laughs) I'm giving you a determination point for that. How do you really feel? Uh... Or if it is, it's written twice differently. Or it's buried in some section. Speaking Um, of buried, let's get these people out. (laughs) At any rate. Nice. By spinning so fast that my molecules destabilize, I am going to phase into the rubble and help locate trapped folk. I guess that's making a a maneuver to put, they're over here. Uh, Yeah, that'll work. To help biohazard. And And I don't know if we need to roll initiative or anything, but I... I don't know not if we what really... I want to do, too. We're not actually engaged with the bad guy, so I don't... So yeah. It works. Okay. Then I am going to distract this giant ape by creating the image of flashing disco lights all around his enormous emerald head. Okay. Uh, he's help you if he starts to dance. He's great. He's to help us all. He's female <laughs> gorilla in, like, the disco outfit. Uh, he, I thought about it. <laughs> 
He's currently pounding on cars in the parking lot. He doesn't have, like, a sweatshirt and a bowler hat on, does he? Nope. Good. All right. I'm just making sure it's not like a cartoon come to life. Well, like I said, he does He does look like a humanoid dog. He does look an awful lot like the star of the Green Gorilla Hour. Cheap knockoff Grape from Hanna-Barbera. How could you not know who Grape is? And she's muttering to herself as she's digging. <laughs> uh, Biohazard, your uh, biomicrophone is open. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Green Gorilla! Green Gorilla! Grape Babe's ten times better than that poser. Is it still on? Yes. Uh, Shit. No? You <laughs> grew up with that show as a kid. I mean, come on. Hey. Hey, you hear my muffled, disjointed voice run the rubble. These cops ain't gonna rescue themselves. Yes, and I already see you. There. We got the first one. Move on. What's your phasing? Seven. Oh, awesome. Okay, you have no problem getting through that. I, don't, I didn't figure out a problem getting through it. I don't know if I had to make a roll to do the uh, maneuver or whatever. That's right. That's what I was gonna have you roll. I knew I was gonna have you roll for something. Uh, you're trying to beat a difficulty six. Well, that shouldn't be hard with. Well, with well, you well that's why I said there's really no. That's right. You do roll as well, don't you? With that six. Yeah, so let me go ahead and do that. I got an 11. That's actually another thing I'm unclear on. Sometimes you roll and sometimes you just go by the difficulty thing. You got an 11? Perfect. Against the 7, so that's a major success, so you get two activations of this quality. Right. Do you need me to roll for the vine tentacles for grabbing the rocks and digging people out, or is this pretty much what they're designed to do? Yeah, I don't think you really would need to roll for that. I mean, when Depends clearing, on if we, want, if we want to do it before bad the, shit happens. The only problem, the only thing that's tricky is that a lot of the pieces are pretty heavy. The vine tentacles are her major power, and right. that's at eight. Okay, go ahead and make a roll on that. It's just one die. So, right. Ten total. Okay, no problem. You easily shove some of the debris aside and start getting these people out. They look like they're in pretty bad shape, though. They're going to need immediate medical attention, from what you can see. Are there paramedics standing by? I mean, a building fucking collapsed. There better be some fucking firemen around here. Well, I don't know that it would have been reported yet. I mean, I can seal and bind wounds, but people aren't going to like it. <laughs> I mean, if somebody's really cut up, I can seal and kind of glue stuff shut enough to move them. Well, I could at least stabilize them until the paramedics do get there. Yeah. You do hear sirens in the distance. All right. How's it going? Shit, I'm on mute. How's it going, Mr. Disco? <laughs> oh, sorry. I got to yeah. do... Yeah, let me let me cut to him for a second. He's distracting. Now um, I remember to turn the mic off. God damn it. He's distracting. He's distracting the gorilla with the lights. Yep, flashing multicolored lights. Perhaps a funky infectious beat. Okay, <laughs> you sir are awesome. Now, do you happen to offhand <laughs> remember? Much. Is that a willpower test? Did you guys do I what did. I asked y'all to do and make notes on your powers? Mm-hmm. Mine is simple, so it was easy. If they have a reason to disbelieve That's it, right. then we make a contested role. Typically, it's perception that they use, and I use images. Let's see, there is no perception per se. There's awareness. Or, excuse me, awareness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he does not have a reason to exist. But you are trying to put a quality on him, so... I yeah, need, that sounds good to I me. Need to, uh, you need to have a, something to test against. Um, then let that something... Be a nine. Oh, you have no... Okay, there's not even a point in... Yeah, <laughs> you got a massive success on that, so that can be activated. Not only does, is it already activated, it, you get three activations of it. Nice. I would like to call that aspect a DJ saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I think those activations... 90s was a long time ago. 
I think those activations are free, and then if you want to activate it again after that point, you got to spend determination or make a, another test of some sort. Okay. He's pounding one of the cars, and his fist stops in mid-pound, and he's, Green Gorilla! Green Gorilla! Oh! Ready! Ready. <laughs> well, I see you have his undivided attention. It's what I do, baby. <laughs> So disturbing on so many levels. Uh, where do you think we could lead him where it would be safe? I was going to punch him repeatedly. I don't know. Willigig, you're strong, but that's 30 feet of green gorilla. Have you seen how fast I punch? Have you seen how big that gorilla is? You seen bigger? <laughs> you don't know me. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Disco, I believe you. If you want to try to punch him, fine. But still, we need some place to put him. What about you know, the city park? That would work. I mean, if you punch him there, at least when he falls down, he'll just fall in the park. If he falls down here, Lord help us. He's only 30 foot. And he does actually... Did you do the beat thing also with the lights? I figure if I got a 9, I was going to ask if I could add that as a special effect Oh, there. hell yes, you can. Yeah. He does start doing a bit of a dopey dance. Drunk white guy dance? Is that what we're talking about? He's not doing patented disco moves or anything completely over the top like that. But he is getting into the music, and he's dancing, and his foot kicks a car, which goes skittering into another car. And Can you lead him, Pied Piper style, off to the city park? Can I lead him? Who do you think you're talking to? I'm Mr. Disco. I knew you could. Now, this guy's not as big as Giga Gargantua from last year, but you know. Roughly the square root of the size? (laughs) It's the square cube law. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. Oh, you mean that law that was disproven a couple years ago in uh, Super Mega Super Perfect. Let's get him out of here. Yeah. I would like to lead him away, putting an image around myself of a disco ball and swinging from building to building, just out of reach, trying to lead him down the broader and more deserted avenues, Okay, perhaps now, with my compatriot's assistance. And, and in case it is not clear, it would be clear visually, so I'll just tell you, it does not look like when he's harming these cars, he was pounding them before, but now when he's doing the dance, it's more of a oops kind of thing. He's just yeah, that big was and a, clumsy. and Exactly. I picture. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, if you live in a world with superheroes, your insurance premiums are going to be shit. So, you know. <laughs> Crash! Green! Roll! Real! Love. Green! Roll! Real! My friends, can you clear a route? Or do those brave emergency workers need rescuing? I got it. I'll go running up ahead and do my best to get people the hell out of the way. <laughs> yeah, traffic is rather backed up at this point from the whole incident. Even if I have to make walls to wall off streets to redirect traffic, I'll do it. Okay. Spray and pray, baby. Spray and pray. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm gonna actually, like, fly over the street and, like, shout people, hey, get out of the way! Giant gorilla coming through! <laughs> Got a giant gorilla over here! Green gorilla! Yeah, Green that guy! Gorilla. <laughs> okay, go ahead and can make I? a... What the hell would it be? Just to make sure you can keep him in tow. Images, maybe? Yeah, go ahead. Make an images roll. Doesn't he get a free activation? That's on the DJ Save My Life, but I'm not sure what that can do for me. And I was about to ask, actually. Activating a quality can give you a plus two on your roll, or it can be activated to cause trouble for the person who is the recipient of the quality. 
Gotcha. Okay. Basically, almost anything you can do in Fate with an aspect, you can do uh, with activating a quality. The reroll, it isn't done the same way as in Fate. It's called trying again. Roger that. It's trying it a second time. It's not like in Fate where you just reroll the first try. Well, let's see. I've got an 8 here. I want to make sure, so I'm going to use one of my free invokes or whatever the parlance is on ADJ Save My Life. Okay, you were going up against the three, so yeah, no problem. Okay, he's definitely... that'll make it a t- that'll make it a ten then. <laughs> yeah, he's completely oblivious to anything except you. He's just Maybe having... I can help my friends clear a path. I don't know. Yeah, you can pass activations around because you're part of a team. So any one of you can activate that quality and use it to help you if you need to make a roll to clear the path. It sounds like we were doing but, a pretty good job clearing the path so far, but yeah. Neon Kong walking down the street. <laughs> it's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> and there are fire and uh, ambulance trucks. Ambulance trucks? Yeah, good. that's yes, good. Yes, ambulance trucks. That's part right. ambulance, they're, part truck, all cop. <laughs> they're... they're <laughs> bigger than the normal wagon. They're an ambulance truck. Right. For the really big people they have to save. They're, they're pulling up, and they're taking the injured civilians and the Injured police into not custody. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm tired. My brain's medical custody. Medical, uh, yeah. Custody for the sake of getting them to the hospital. They're under health arrest. That's right. <laughs> God dang. I'll have to unbind them later. Because the green goop that's holding their wounds closed is really, I'm not concentrating on it right now. Oh, so. Crap. so it's hard. Yeah. So I need a chisel to get this shit off of him. Some, some people have gas on. Already. Oops. Wait, what? Like I said, I, this shit hardens like cement, so they have casts on already. Oh, casts on. I thought you said gas, and I was like, what? No. why would that be a side effect of that? No. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. We got we got the dance of monkey. <laughs> There's monkey. And he pulls a jetpack out of it. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't. <laughs> I really don't want to see the size of that jetpack. <laughs> Not a jetpack in your pocket, or you just okay. So you're leading him, Pied Piper style. To uh, I think I think is hilarious is no one else can hear the music or see the lights, or can no, they? That's the thing about images. Everyone. Oh, can see. I keep forgetting that. I'm sorry. You it, okay? It's not illusions, it's images, and so, yeah, it's yeah. tangible. Okay, my bad. So, yeah, that's even better. Everybody can see these lights and the music. Like you said, Neon Kong. I like that. That's funny. Yep. And I've got the image of a disco ball over myself, over your, okay. and I'm swinging along in front of him. That's how I'm kind of, like, luring him down the street. Why am I picturing for your day job, you're like a DJ, high-priced professional DJ? Hey, for all you know. Yeah. I'd like if he does a DJ job without an illusion. Disguise. <laughs> Little hideous homunculus with wraparound <laughs> shades and a Kegel hat. DJ Frip. Also, Skrillex, then. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're hip with the kids. I use that electronic internet box. Yeah. We play the Donkey Kong. <laughs> I'm not familiar through dubstepping music. Rather than the stuff on dubs, what's wrong with you, man? I love those guys, yeah. So to the park. Okay, you get him to the park. Now, what are you going to do? I'm assuming the park is around the lake, River Harbor. Lake River Harbor, sure. Because you said the lake was in the middle of the city, so I'm assuming that there's a lake surrounded by a park in the middle of Archbear City. Yeah, that'll work. Well, I think I know what's coming in the pork gorilla. But yes, 
drown him like a bag of kids. No, what are you trying to no. do? Oh, body type. <laughs> oh, okay. What were you thinking then? All right, hold on. No, I was just trying to map out geography <laughs> like in my we, head. Like oh, okay. We, like we trained, right? Yeah, that, like we practiced. Was I the only one? I wasn't <laughs> practicing that. <laughs> no, that, I've got a lot to explain to Petco. Oh, my God. No, that's one of my things is protect. Well, all life is the sacred. Life. That's right. Yeah, life is sacred. So, no killing. Yeah, so just non-lethally beat the shit out of him. Okay. Knocking him out is one thing. Sticking him underwater so he drowns, that's sick. All right. I like the fact they're having this conversation as they lead him to the park, or as Mr. Disco leads him to the park. That's why we have communicators, so we can bitch at each other. (laughs) (laughs) They're making sure nobody gets trampled by this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mommy, look, it's Green Gorilla. Wait a minute there. (laughs) Watch from the sidelines. Green Gorilla, can I have your autograph? Whoa! <laughs> Dive. Snag the kid out of the way. Okay. I won't make you roll for that. Why are you all sticky? <laughs> ding, ding. You get Next stop. <laughs> the park. The park. Here we are, my friends. Come, come. Here we are in the park. Yep. Okay. Now what? All right. Likely practiced. I don't remember practicing something with a giant green gorilla. What are we going to do for this one? Our standard maneuver for outsized opponents. The Wrecking Ball? The I, Wrecking Ball! Gonna grab you, spin you, throw you. Alright. You're the one that suggested it. Yeah, I know, but... Okay, let's do it. Unless you got a bunch of dip for this cartoon gorilla. Why would we put green gorilla... Oh, yeah, now nah, I get it. a cartoon character. Come on. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Come on, pay attention. All Is it a guacamole joke? No, he's talking Roger Rabbit. Spinning throwing! Woo! Let's go. <laughs> In right the, the middle, middle of, of you right in the middle that. of the conversation, yes, I grab, spin, throw. Yeah, he's talking Roger. Oh shit! Wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I got to figure out how the hell that's going to work. The successful maneuver would be a plus two to the attack roll. What the hell? That works as until we find something else. That's what we will do. Okay, go with that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you are making a maneuver with spinning. Okay, and it'd be against his coordination, but I'm not going to roll the dice because I figure he doesn't see it coming, so I'm just going to use his straight coordination, which is three. Yeah, ten. Okay, awesome. Okay, hi, bud. All right, do I need to roll anything? Because he's the one who's flinging me. Well, that was to give you the plus two on your... The aspect wrecking ball! Okay. point. Yes. That then you can tag or whatever for your attack. All the aspects I've written down for this game so far, including our team aspects, have exclamation points. As they they should. should. (laughs) Okay, Biohazard, roll me. uh, What exactly are you doing when you hit? I am curling up into a ball using my adaptation, the evolution power. How does that work? Basically, I'm letting the algae harden around me. Okay, but... Oh, and then she like... Gonna smash into it as a big old wrecking ball. Smash into his face as a big old wrecking ball. All right, what's the power level on that? Because I'm assuming that's uh, what the damage five. Would. five. Okay. Well, let's make sure you hit first of all. You can also, by the way, spend determination points. I keep giving them to you. I don't think we really ever went over what you can do with them. You can spend a determination point to improve your effort by activating a quality, which is basically just like spending a fate point, except instead of getting the reroll option, you just have the plus two. Well, I didn't want to start spending stuff willy-nilly quite yet, because I have five. Three tag with a plus two gives me seven. Seven plus whatever I roll. And I figure if I need more, I could spend it after. Yeah, I'm just letting you know that that's an option. 
Okay. Yeah. No, I okay. appreciate it. Go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll your your thing. Woo! Got a five. So five and seven is twelve. Okay. That definitely hits him because I forgot he gets a minus two to defend because he's so huge. So he was defending with a one. Oh, sweet! So that's very much a massive success. Yeah, yeah. That's a potential stun. Which is kind of what we want. We want to knock him out. Yeah. So the full damage... This is where this comes into play. <laughs> exactly as you were... As the prophecy has foretold. You deal the attack's damage and may stun the target. Oh, wait, but it has to be. You see, this is the thing, again, where it's unclear. Okay, I guess massive success doesn't boost damage at all. No, it doesn't, because you have the slam and stun. Uh, major yeah. success, yeah. A minor one will have it. That's yes, what threw yes, me yes, off. yes. A marginal will yeah. have it, yeah. but you won't. You don't multiply damage. Right. What I'm wondering about is his hardened carapace, for lack of a better word. Uh, I'm trying to think what the damage is, because in order to stun, or slam for that matter, you have to do at least zero or less... Yes, you have to do damage. Yeah, you have to do some sort of damage. And he's got damage resistance eight. If we go by power level, the damage is only five, in which case there's no stun. But do we go with the power level, or do we go with the actual roll? Go with the, uh... Like you were saying, the full damage level is... The full damage level, yeah. So that would be 12 in this case. Wish I knew what that was. No, that's the attack was 12. Oh, that's right. So the damage level would be damage damage or whatever power... By the example, would be the power they used to inflict the damage. That would be five. Or punch in, or like it was an attack power. So it would not... Now, the adaptation is not an attack power, so we're kind of going things a little weird here. Yeah, but even if it was... It's only five. So it bounced right off of them. Yeah. I would like to suggest that the DJ Save My Life aspect might apply as a bonus there. Since this guy's distracted, we can put him in exactly the position we want. For example, the wrecking ball maneuver can hit him right under the chin. You know, something we, like that. Can we use determination and aspects, maneuvers, whatever, to uh, boost up damage? I don't remember, but I'm going to say yes, because I think it's more fun that way. That's right. I remember the problem we had with this last time is that if you've got a attack power or a strength of, like, five, and you're up going against a guy who's got an armor or a damage reduction of seven, then you are, there's, you can't get through to him. Well, and I have no problem with that for the most part. I like the fact that, I like what you find other ways to do it. Yeah, that's what I think is, is fun. But I do not mind the idea, like we were just saying, of adding qualities and stuff to factor into enhancing damage. I think that's kind of cool. I remember in the old game, there was a way to reduce people's actual like abilities through stuff. Um, you had power nullification and stuff like no, that. No, no, they're actually like stunting or whatever, using your heat blast to reduce the effectiveness of their power armor or something. I don't remember anything like that. I mean, they have stunts in this also. You do that with active. That's another thing you can do by activating a quality. You can use it for, uh, no, for a we'll start. Worry. We'll worry about it later. Yeah. But for right now, you've got it up to seven with a second, I believe, free tag of the uh, DJ Saved My Life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a resistance of eight, so in order to potentially stun him, you will need something else. I might also recommend, like we practiced... Yeah, that's As the genius. established fairly well. You have a, like a drill for us. Yeah, you have established uh, somebody's going to need to fork over a determination to I'll activate that. that. Okay. I'll have to do that. One, oh, okay. Go. I was going to say, I'm the one flying in his face, so All I'll right. do it. Go, go, yeah, go. go ahead. All right, so that's activated. That makes it up to nine. His yep. damage resistance is eight. So he takes at least one stamina point, potentially stunned. So now we roll your... 
Eight. Because I think rolling the power level is stupid. So you're going to roll 1d and add 8 to it, and I'm testing that against his strength, and rolling a die and adding to that. I rolled a 2, so 10. Okay, and his strength is 8, I believe, also, and he rolled... Would you like to spend some determination to improve that a little bit? Can I tag something? Yes. Uh, you can't. My light still you can't. You can't tag anything you've already tagged, though. In this. Oh, son of a bitch! I'm tagging protect all life for it is sacred because I'm just trying to knock this guy out. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Him, everybody else. So that's another determination. So that's two determinations gone. Uh, right. But you do make that. He had rolled an eleven, so now yours is at twelve. Yep. That's a moderate success, and I'm trying to remember now what the hell happens with a moderate success when you are doing a stun. I thought that was all or nothing. No, it's a major or massive is a stun. I think moderate... Anybody got the book? Yeah, I got the book. It's in the basics section. Okay, thanks. It would be slams or stuns. They don't have that under basics. Of course they don't. Uh, But it might be under damage. There you go. Thank you. It's not clickable, so we can't really check. But one moment... I'll go forward here. Okay, damage, resistance, slam, dot, 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 dot. It recommends here that we let the boys be boys. And it <laughs> further says that what? failure That's... or marginal success means no effect. Right. Moderate knocks the target. Pirone. Prone, okay. That uh, must be an Italian sandwich. Um, <laughs> and then major or massive success... Sends the target flying out to the next range. Okay, that's slamming. Slamming. Now, what is it? Keep going, because stun is next on there. Roger that. Stun. Okay, what are we looking at here, success-wise? Moderate. Moderate. Stuns the target for one page during which the character cannot act. All right, so there you go. He, no, it does not say it knocks him prone, but he's got the stars and neon around his head. (laughs) He's... (laughs) You have a page in which to do anything you can think of to... He cannot resist your attack. Or he can't attack. He can't do anything back. What's the name of the power that removes other people's powers or reduces it? Power nullification? Oh, not seeing it. Power nullification is in... Energy drain? Negative. Nope. Do any of us have that? Nope. But But I'm going to try and stunt to use it. Ah, uh-huh. reduces damage reduction. Completely negate the powers of another within extended range. Roll coordination versus coordination test to hit the target. What's it under? Successful. Uh, page one. Oh, there it is. There it is. It was hiding. All right. So I am going to spend one of my determination points, where I have several. Okay. I am tagging Cyclonic Sentinel of the City. Nice. Using my phasing. I'm going to spin into him using my phasing and my spin, mostly my phasing. I'm going to latch onto him, and I phase, of course, by modulating my kinetic energy, vibrating my mollusk part. I'm going to use that to soften up his gorilla-tough flesh to make him vulnerable to our attacks, stunting to use nullification. Nice. Okay. Now, the first thing we have to do is do a test to see if the stunt goes through. Okay. That's a difficulty zero, if I remember correctly, so that means you just... What do I roll? You are rolling against, or not against, you're adding your roll to your spin power. To phasing? Uh, yes, that'll work. I keep forgetting that's a sub. That, that's a nine. Okay, as I understand this, and I could find out next week that I was wrong, but I don't give a shit right now, because I'm just trying to move this along. 
I'm going to say that's a massive success, so you definitely have that stunt. Okay. Now do another roll, and this time it's going to go against his damage resistance. Okay, so coordination in general to hit the target. Oh, yes. But then once you hit, you'll roll to... Yeah, nullification, uh, coordination versus coordination hit the target. If successful, subtract your nullification level from the target's power levels. Doesn't say anything about him resisting. Okay, well, there you go. He's doing a passive resistance because he's stunned, so that's a, as long as you roll over three, you're fine. Shouldn't be a problem with the coordination of seven. Exactly. That's a 12. So there you go. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's a hell of a good success there. 12. Uh, so yeah, that he has no more damage resistance for the next, for right, this. So he'll get well, he'll be reduced by seven points. Yeah, how long does that last? A power reduced to zero or less remains negated for level duration. I don't know what that means. Uh, that you means... You check the benchmarks table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, power recovers one level per page until back to normal. Okay, and it and But it it's was... not, because it's reduced to zero or less. Exactly. So... There's nothing in the benchmarks about duration. Of course there isn't. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Does this situation call for a finishing move? It's probably in the... I'm not even going to worry about it. It's in the limits. And I think duration is as many pages as your power level. All right. Well, anyway. So, at any rate, it's going to be... He'll, he'll be knocked out before that, I'm sure. So, you have free reign. He has no damage resistance. He's all weakened. He's all weakened. Do something, guys. Vibrational ripples. In fact, you might like, want to let them know. Yeah. I touch him while vibrating fast, and ripples travel across his flesh like pond water. I think we've practiced this before. So oh, yeah. up next, a five-ton disco ball to drop on his head. Okay. Wow. Subtlety. That's five tons right on the side. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> In different colored mirror sections. Uh, what will you be rolling for? For that, I would say that's going to be prowess. Okay, works for me. So, let's see. Got a three here, and that gives me a grand total of nine. And that beats his passive coordination of three with a massive success, which means there's a potential stun again. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, and that's nine, you said. So, what's your your strength? My strength? Your strength. Six. Or, let me ask this. What damage were you figuring on using for the... Wrecking Ball, in case I'm missing something. I would say strength. I didn't, I didn't know, but I was guessing maybe my power level. Oh, is that... As it is, you know, a uh, imaginary disco ball, but he doesn't know that. Right, right. Oh, okay, I got what you're doing. Okay, sorry, I'm, I was not clear on... When you said Wrecking Ball, I forgot that was the image thing going in. So that's five, right, as I recall? That is six. Six. Roll and add six to it. Oh, oh yeah. Twelve. <laughs> nice! Okay, and, uh, uh, and because he's already stunned, I am going to do again with the passive. Do you want to add anything to that to improve it slightly? Because right now you're at a moderate success, which will stun him for another page, but if you add, his strength is nine, mm-hmm. uh, so you need to get five or more to knock him out. And you're at okay. three right now. So let's see here. Oh, I, is this a new scene or what have you? Could I invoke, tag, use, tap? Summon forth whatever, uh, like we practiced. Um, does this count as the same scene? It's the same scene, but I think qualities can be tagged each page or round, Excellent. as most people would know it. Okay, so I would like to pay a determination point for like we practiced to boost that by two. Okay, there you go. Wham! And he falls 
the disco music winds down comically. <laughs> as he falls. The tempo slows down as he yes. as he falls. There's a small park bench that's never going to recover from this. Thank God there is nobody in the area because 30 feet of ape flesh is sprawling down, crushing anything in its path as it <laughs> crashes to the ground of the park. <laughs> All of you take a determination point. <laughs> Good teamwork. Good teamwork. Awesome well done, Pedregons. That was smooth as clockwork. My question is, yeah, how yeah. we exactly... Well, yeah, I mean, we practiced. <laughs> but how did this thing come to be anyway? Good question. Does it look like... Is it like a Roger Rabbit thing where it looks like a cartoon? Or is it like an actual like giant green gorilla that just happens to dress and resemble the cartoon character? He is substantive form. Okay, so he's a giant green gorilla that resembles the cartoon character, but he does not look like a... Living cartoon. Does not look like a living cartoon. I'm not entirely sure what the difference would be, so it's hard for me to answer that question. If our characters are quote-unquote drawn like comic book superheroes, you know, ultra-realistic muscles, everything like that, this guy would look like something that stepped out of a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. His color shades naturally, as opposed to it's like, up oh, this painted him all with black outlines. and He looks like the cartoon character, but his movements are movements, not... Poses. He looks like he's made out of flesh and blood. He doesn't look like a picture of a cartoon walking around in our space. Ah, uh, I just realized how crooked you not... do explain to a blind guy. Yeah, I'm not entirely it's sure. Not what that hard. It's an easy decision to make. <laughs> yes or no. It's based on what it reveals about the plot and the character and story and everything else. Yeah. No big thing. Is it a cartoon? It char- is a cartoon character. Okay. But it doesn't look... This is why I was like, well, shit, I'm not sure which way to go here, because... When you saw like him move, he doesn't painted. look all jerky and crappily animated. He but looks- he looks painted as opposed to flesh and blood like we are. Right. All right. You definitely see him and say, oh, that's the... that's." I guess it's a 30-foot cartoon. Yeah. That's Good Lord. Cartoon. We'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, Gig, you have experiences with other universes, so we, we We actually could put him in dip and get rid of him. Well... No. I think the recipe for deer factory exists. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> assuming... It says it right there in there. I'm shutting up. Turpentine, benzene, tritoluene. Because I am thinking there may be some sort of subreal vortex taking place. That wizard's cape and magic wand seem somehow familiar. And I, like, Google, kind of, they turn with a sort of wet noise, like biological turrets, my upstanding domed eyes toward biohazard. Did it seem familiar to you, just by chance? Oh. (laughs) Annoying glance. What would I have to roll to see if there's comic book lore that I would know here? Intellect. Okay. Intellect is at eight, and it's just one die, right? Yep. Roll to four, that's twelve. I'm trying to recall if I've seen that wand and cape from any comic book or cartoon or... She's voracious pop culture. That's her hobby. She okay. needs something to escape the lab. No, you not specifically. I mean, it looked pretty generic, the wand and the cape. It didn't look like, you know... From any specific character right. or villain or something. Right. It looked like pretty generic stuff to me. Hmm. This seems suspiciously similar to the incursion of the Kirbyites, which you dealt with so effectively, Whirly Gig. 
They were from another universe, if I recall correctly. I want to write that adventure now. Weren't those like all those Jack Kirby characters? I don't know. They just were had. They're really chunky looking, and had way too many dots. Philistine. They went down when you punched them hard enough. Often enough. Does this seem to you like something that could be from another dimension? Could be. Certainly doesn't look like it's around from here. It doesn't look like any gorilla I've seen. I mean, look at the size of the eyes. Also, 30 feet tall. Hmm, also there green. is that. Square cube hmm. law, I'm telling you. And that. They disproved the square cube law. Don't you read the journals? Well, I bet you still believe the single bullet theory, too. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Boring. When square cube man... Trembles. When square cube man went on a rampage... That's his power. It doesn't invalidate the science. Well, look, look, look. We are not going to go over the tetrahedron crisis again. And if he has sleep apnea, I am not going to be the one to drag well, out the 20 meter oxygen mask this time. I could probably... Let's call it Patchworks and have them come cart them off. Patchworks, that's the super cops, right? Patchworks is the collateral damage... Yeah, the cleanup... The collateral damage insurance and restoration group. Right. I'll get them on the horn. Hang on. Actually, there is... W-E-R-K-S. Oh, is there? There is uh, a super agency called... Damage Control in Marvel. It's called Patriot. It's Primary Anti-Terrorist Regional and International Operations Task Force. (laughs) That'll call Patriot, then. (laughs) I I got it. I got it. And I patch in using the Algol subnet. The hell you say? The what? Oh, it's in your suit. (laughs) Yeah, part of the armor. It's just... Basic radio communication. Nothing fancy. Just kind of pat in and go. (laughs) Are you like like on subspace or is it like a phone call or how does, what do you? Little little blob of algae goes flying out of her head, flies to paper, goes, hey, we need your help. (laughs) Follow me, guys. No, I'm using it. Okay. Do you want me to break out the biology on this one? Because I can. It's quantum entanglement. Thank you. There you go. All right. That's what you say when you can't figure it out. Yes, and 80% of the time, I am right, no? It's magic. No, it's not. It's quantum entanglement. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm just asking so I can visualize the scene. Is it something where... It's, so it's part of the helmet. You gotta okay, remember- so they can't hear your conversation. No. Okay. We have a 30-foot giant green gorilla knocked out in the park. Could you please come pick him up before he snores down all the trees? And no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Uh, actually, we wanted to see you. Can you get down here? Where's here? Square Cube Man did not break out again. Hang on, let me put this on so everyone can hear. Where do you need us to... No, right? He's like, oh, squares, guys, and tetrahedrons. We are in the... Oh, crap. Do you need me to help the people at the hospital? (laughs) No, no, they're they're fine. They're fine. Cube, anyway. I I still don't understand that. The the sides are each three-dimensional, but there's six... You're getting Science. into multi-dimensional set, multi-dimensional. Oh, I'm giving me a headache. How uh, many men are talking? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> really? <laughs> oh god! If sleeping outside tonight. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't see any gills on you, buddy. Oh, you just don't know where to look. I don't think I want to. Okay, yeah, we're in the uh, Mercy Hill neighborhood of the city, and you know where that is. What's going on? Uh, well, we <laughs> wanted to contact you because uh, you, you were the last group we know of who dealt with this 
guy, mystic overlord. He got away from the cops? For ten minutes. Wait, who got away from who? Not square that, cute, man, please. The, the, the fat kid. The fat kid with the you green... You mean the fat kid? Or or you mean that other fat kid? Not the hero who's named the fat kid. No, not the hero. That other kid. The kid with the green lantern shirt and, you know, the, the, the wand and the, the robe. The guy we left the cops 15 minutes ago? Yes, the guy that we caught 15 minutes ago. What the heck? What happened? The blue blazes. And, uh, Scott. Mission Hill District? Uh, Mercy Hill District, Mercy. yes. Uh, if you could just, we have a cell we can accommodate your furry friend there. Really? Yeah. You have a cell that would fit a thirty foot. We girl. have cells that are. Hey, we're the uh, yeah, supernatural. You're patriot. Tour? Yes, we get this. All right, fine. <laughs> Mercy Hill, let's go. Let's I swear, I'm the only one who takes these tours. It was so interesting. I got to ride a Segway. <laughs> Paragons away. <laughs> Pentagons away! All right, now, how are you going to, dare I ask, carry this 30-foot... They're coming to get him. They're coming to get him. He said, can you bring him, and you said, we can get down retcon, because I was under the impression, okay. couple times. We can bring him, we're like, absolutely not, no. We cannot. Yeah, excuse my language, but we ain't moving shit. All right, we'll, we'll have somebody down there. We'll just... <laughs> I picture one of those huge NASA crawlers that they used to ferry that primitive little um, aerospace vehicle out on. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, with a light bar on the front. Tiny little siren. <laughs> Crawling along at five meters a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? We'll go with that, because that's funny. Yeah, and it comes into... And it, it, and it sounds like the world's biggest garbage truck pulling in. <laughs> Huge air brakes. <laughs> uh, awesome. Glad to see NASA's funding is going somewhere. <laughs> the guy who is driving this thing lowers a hatch. Oh, I scuttle out of sight. Yeah, I heard you got a 30-foot gorilla around, eh? Yeah. <laughs> No, he sees the gorilla. In fact, <laughs> a bunch of teamsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm getting paid double overtime to get this to gorilla. Let's get out of here. Good time. The, the, the gorilla floats up off the ground and into the crawler, and the hatch <laughs> closes. You guys want a lift? Says the driver. I sure you can go faster. They're a bit faster. All right. A bicycle. Suit yourself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid by the hour here, he says as he fades off into the sunset. Slowly, so slowly. Into the figurative sunset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll run on over there and it's time, gentlemen. Yep, it is. Paragons away! Run away! Well, since I didn't realize you, he retcon- I'm retconning and he says meet at the, uh, the Patriot Artifact Storage Facility. Awesome. All right. And there we go. Therein lies session. And it was just about, if we'd gone much further, would have had to uh, call early. So it worked out pretty nicely. Oh, oh, man. Do we get experience or something? Uh, well, you get you got determination for, yeah, for you the... Gave us uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is, a dis- there is an achievements system, again, borrowing heavily from, it looks like, from fate. 
Uh, but I haven't read that part of the book yet, so we aren't going to deal with that right <laughs> now. Awesome. An honest answer. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No problem. Because um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure it would happen mid-adventure anyway. It might be one of those things where you afterwards, because uh, this is ending on a kind of cliffhanger. So. Next All right, week but, is uh, still this month, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes, barely. Okay, cool. So we meeting up for more uh, icons next week? Yes. Sweet. And uh, feedback. What did you think? I know the start was a little off with the reading of the thing. I I really liked the opening scene. I like the plot we've got going on so far. It's clear what's happening, but in a really fun way. It's not like derivative or anything like that, or just like, uh, you know, uh, we've got fun stuff going on. We've got a good scale of action and uh, some neat Character events. interactions. Oh, I was going to say character interactions as usual. <laughs> I like the fact that you guys were able to take down the green gorilla without even, I mean, it wasn't even really like combat. It was, that, that was quite, uh, and, in fact, and part of me was thinking, are they going to feel like this is enough action? Because there wasn't really action per se in that no one was getting the hell beat out of them. But like smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I thought was pretty cool. You guys, there was some great teamwork in there. And I think that would have made us, a hell of a comic taking- book. Look at us making sure that no civilians get beat up or yeah. crushed under buildings, too. Yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of not doing. Yeah. And they're always doing that in those comics and stuff. And in the kind of source material you had us look at, like Batman Brave and the Bold, there's a lot of stuff where it's not necessarily really like a big knockdown, drag-out fight or something. Yeah. It's clever. It's using your brain and... Yeah, and I find those personally more interesting and fun, because the knockdown... They're fun. I mean, there will be some of that in here, trust me, but... Oh, yes, there will be. There will be. Yeah. (laughs) And this could have been, if you had not done such a good job in stunning him, it would have, you know, once you engaged, things could have gotten ugly, but... That was a hell of a hit, though. Yeah, yeah. I feel like our powers are are working all right together. Yeah. Yeah. Some ways to play off each other and stuff. Too right. And I'm liking the way they, they've really amped up the usefulness of qualities in this version of icons. And I really like that. Before, there was no maneuvers. You had ten qualities, so there were more things you could tag. Ugh. But Yeah. This, now yeah. you get three, which at first I was like, that's not very many. But when you factor in the fact that you can make your own pretty easily. And do stuff on the fly. I mean, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I didn't even have to do any compels. I probably maybe should have, but I didn't really see any big opportunity to do it because things were moving pretty smoothly. I already thought of a maneuver I want to try with Mr. Disco. Oh, yeah? I yeah. can think of a couple maneuvers we might like to try. <laughs> In your dreams, clever boy. <laughs> this is true. Clever <laughs> <laughs> boy. It's okay. No, I, was just, I was just thinking her sunburst power bounced off his disco ball thing. That'd blind the oh, hell out of the whole group awesome. As like a burst radius dazzle thing? Yeah. That would be pretty cool. That seems like exactly what stunts are designed to do. Yeah. So uh, I got to take off Desafortunadamente. Yep. All right. Josh, you got to go too. Thanks a lot, man. That was fun. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. Peace and peaches. Yep. See you all next week. Excelsior!